I do. I do, but not, you know, not to like, I don't have to be there until nine or something. Okay, work. Okay. Uh, my name is T-Rex. Who are you? I am Lucky Stiff. How are you? I'm good. Yesterday I woke up with what I thought might be some sort of throat gonorrhea or <laughs> something was wrong with my throat. I couldn't swallow. Sure. So I went to the Minute Clinic and spent um, $140 for them to tell me that I just have really bad sinuses. Uh, <laughs> I need to get some Zycam situation. Well, the seasons are changing. The plants are having sex again. You know? Yeah. My eyes are like crusty when I wake up and yep. I was just like, get me out of this hell. So now there's just lots of saline going on. Were you one of those children that woke up in fall and was like... Oh, when I was little, my mom was a medical transcriptionist, and the doctor used to give her Z-Packs, like prescriptions, (laughs) like 10 at a time. So anytime I would get a slight sniffle, they would start me on a Z-Pack, which I am now allergic to. Oh, no! Zero (gasps) resistance to any type... Wow. Like, the second the seasons change, I'm like... Like, I'm like puking. Like, it's awful. My body has no resistance. So that's super sexy and I cannot resist you now. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you know what? It's not, I'm not that swollen. I'm getting better. It's just I needed to like, you know, lots of warm things. I I, I have my facial steamer. I love her. Yeah, your skin is definitely like fresh and glowy right now. I did two moisturizing masks today. Oh, I am crispy like a potato chip. What'd you do? What's new? Uh, What's new? I'm coming up on, well, this will come out way later, but I'm currently coming up on tech for my MCA show. So like, I'm never going to sleep again and also I'm, I'm, it's very cool and also I'm scheduling like 12 million people and it's a big organization so they keep like making me sign things so prob- probably my future children are you know going to be slaves in the basement later so <laughs> so this is all going well for me is what I'm saying excellent um shall we yes let's all right we are joined for the first time ever by our very special guest Ms. Cracker hello T-Rex <laughs> hola Lisa More I was like really proud of myself because I didn't talk during any of the you first you had <laughs> such like, restraint you should have seen it it was incredible the body so was vibrating I'm also allergic to Z-Pack and like you, any uh, yeah any penicillin related uh antibiotics at all and it makes it feel because, like needles on my skin. Yeah, oh, exactly. No. I get rashes and uh, just. Did it, you also have a childhood doctor that was like, just take time? Oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. it was, Oof. it was just, it was antibiotics and uh, it didn't help. Oh, yeah. Um, and I thought it was just because I was Jewish. Um, but <laughs> it, it's oh. not that. It was, it was allergic <laughs> to what they were giving me. And finally, when I was 25, mm. a nurse was like, these are all things that happen when you're allergic. To something and oh, wow. so I it took that long it took a quarter of a century uh, to Jesus. figure out so yeah That's now like I can those... only take like uh, like Drano or whatever they oh, give you if you no. can't do do you know what I mean like they give you the crazy stuff if yeah. you can't take the penicillin the nuclear stuff. option yeah 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 for like two weeks you'll eat something and the food just goes through a hole <laughs> like you'll like <laughs> yeah. eat a sandwich because your body is like decimated is that I'm what so, that problem is I'm so yeah. hungry now yeah. oh I, no to be fair I also eat sandwiches whole without chewing so that may be part <laughs> of the problem goofy everybody um, <laughs> starting off on a great foot. So, uh, just to, to, to set the scene, you are currently in drag. I am in full clown drag. Yeah. Uh, Thank God. You, you hate doing things out of drag, don't you? I do, because uh, <laughs> I like to look at my reflection, um, and it's much easier when I've decided what my reflection looks like. Oh, that's yeah. so yeah. deeply yeah. relatable. Because yeah. I'm someone, as soon as the show's over, I am literally like going down the stairs, taking my lashes yeah. off, and within 10 minutes, I'm upstairs trolling for boys. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you are like, let's go to the diner after. I'm staying in drag. Like, but that feels like a New York thing where you're like, and, and I'm going to take the yeah. train home. Well, I'm and right. sure. Yeah. 
like all of everything, it's just like a wrinkle in time. <laughs> I do the same things you do. I'm in drag, and then you do all of this stuff, and then we meet. I, I, I like it a lot. I went and got my hair. <laughs> I just walk right into trolling for boys. Um, and yeah, no, I, I, I like it a lot. I went and got my hair cut today, and they like turned around. Um, the chair so mm-hmm. I could see it and I just had that like uh, uh, like I don't need to see that like, moment I was like <laughs> just I trust you like it's fine um, but when I'm in drink I am there too yeah. no. if you could have done your uh, uh, your talking heads in drag you would have preferred oh, to that absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm that drinks like, all the champagne. I feel like New York. I feel like that's New York. I feel like I don't know. It's something very specific about New York. So I, I feel like, like Lady yeah. Bunny is the same way. Well, yeah, y'all are used to like being in drag and then going to like five other gigs. Yeah, there's no makeup room right. in, yeah. in oh, most yeah. of the places, so you got to show up in drag. And mm-hmm. maybe when, Chicago has made me like a little bitch. We have dressing rooms. I, I need to like is that what it was? Show up <laughs> and like and, and have like prep time. And yeah, then if yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go somewhere else, like no, I'm gonna change things. <laughs> like, but you guys have like a utility closet that sometimes you're allowed to go into and yeah. then oh, right. you don't get to change. Yeah, we have a, like a little curtain broom closet on stage that you mm-hmm. can like squeeze behind. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, to, in fairness to Chicago Queens, because you have the space and the time, you guys do go all out. That's true. Um, I think uh, New York Queens have looked to Chicago and been like, oh, okay, we have to do that too. Like as you, when you, when I first came to perform with you, you were like, um, show up on time, first of all. Second of all, wear nails. <laughs> I was like, all right. And then um, we were like, if you don't have any, um, some of us have our nail changes that we brought, if you want. Right. We had, like, multiple nail options. <laughs> what I'm waiting for from Chicago is the nail reveal. Like, yeah. and I am telling yeah. you. Oh, no, you know? that's amazing. I think yeah. the kimchi generation and, the, like, that generation was, like, me, Kim, Shay, Trixie. It was just nails was, like, ingrained in us mm-hmm. by our forefathers. Like, yeah. you have to do this one thing. You, you can be raggedy in these different categories, but if you have the nails, they can never collect that. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's one thing that you knew, no matter how bad you were at makeup, how low down your costumes were, what, yeah. you fit this one thing you yeah, know you yeah. have yes I, I well i have nails on at least i have nails on right yeah Girl. you can control that i can control that who's gonna attack you when you have claws mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about true right. story mm-hmm. um all right shall we jump in yes let's let's do the thing um i want to do the first one okay this is from we got some international divas in here mm-hmm. okay this is from saul from edinburgh did you have any desire to do drag edinburgh. before meeting bob None. I tried to so get out like of it. So he was like actively trying to make you do it. Yeah. I, I was like, he said that he did drag and I was like, I'm not interested in that. And he's like, are you sure? Um, I was like, absolutely. I'm sure. Never. And then every weekend, every Saturday, which is when he did drag, uh-huh. this was before he had any gigs. Um, he was like, like kitten, kitten with a whip or kitten with a dick. As you <laughs> how I called her. Um, kitten with a wig on. And uh, she used to just beg me every uh, Friday night and be like, tomorrow's Saturday. I'm, I'd be like, yeah. Um, which is like a gain. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you, Absolutely. Let's confirm in the morning. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I am not going to answer. When I'm unconscious. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, my phone is off because I had a Nextel. Um, so. Uh, oh, the looks of shock right across the right. table. <laughs> I, no, at that point I may have had uh, a sidekick. Ooh. Uh, hello. So I'm at a razor. Ooh. But, uh, yeah. So, finally, I just had to cave because I didn't want the nagging anymore, which is why a lot of people say yes to Bob. And then. <laughs> um, she, she is persuasive. Shablam. Yeah. She turned me around in the, in the chair and it was not the barbershop. Mm. And I saw myself and I was like oh this is the oh, thing oh it's me yeah. it's so me. immediately you're like oh I, I'm absolutely look at this. me <laughs> yeah I was ready I, I thought I was like I'm beautiful what made her want to like 
See, I have no <laughs> desire to put other people on drag. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to do that. But oh my god, I want to paint everyone. Like, well, yeah, I feel like she <laughs> loves a project. Yeah. Like, she's like, okay, this is what we're doing. Join me on this project. And then she gets to, like, make something. I mean, ask my uh, my co-pilot, Caitlin. I scream mm-hmm. project. Do yeah. you know what I mean? People it. look at me and they're like, I think you could <laughs> do good drag. And they're, and they're like, they want to get in, involved. Yeah. And I think Bob well, was like. super game. So yeah. I, I, I was like, all right, let's do it. And Bob is, like, six foot five. And I'm, like, five foot five and a half. Mm-hmm. So I think Bob liked the idea of making this midget mini-me. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can do this. I can mm-hmm, make this mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it ended up being a blast. Like, I was immediately in love. It was, like, that moment in the mirror. Yeah. And I was, like, running all over Times Square. Handing out flyers about marriage equality, which yeah. is what Bob was doing at that time. When was this? Start- to work on a regular basis and go out. Or did oh, you immediately jump like into like the- three years. Oh, okay. I wandered around uh, wearing bizarre homemade outfits for like three years. <laughs> Just going to Bob's shows or to other drag shows and being like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm wearing um, a, a fish saran wrap to my body, like an actual dead fish. <laughs> really? I'm leaking fish blood. I really like, want that floor. to be true. Was it's that, a true thing oh that my I God. did. You must have been hanging out in Brooklyn. Oh, no. <laughs> I was, I was that's like... That's got Brooklyn vibes. Yeah, <laughs> true. Doesn't it? And that's, and that's what I was like. I mean, my family's from Brooklyn. Maybe it's in the water. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had like Good all ones. these ideas. That was a fish joke? Right, it was. <laughs> Thank you. Don't look at Caught me. Caught that in the fish nets. And Thank I... Oh, wow, I'm, I did not participate in that show. One at a time. Um, but yeah, so... And then finally, one day, uh, Bob was like, try it. Um, try to, to perform. And after that, that's when we started. And what did you do? My first performance was... I, I was like, I'm going to be so really edgy and do something that's never been done before <laughs> in drag. I'm going to perform oh, no. with a dildo. Hey. Uh, was it Ariel? Uh, it's part of your world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually uh, uh, something's got a hold on me, which I now use for my uh, bread number. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it basically my bread number is the dildo number, but mm. I just but put with bread, bread instead, instead of the dildo. Because um, now I'm classy. Uh, uh-huh. And I I just did this number. I my my boyfriend at the time, who I was the most in love that I've ever been with anyone ever, because <laughs> um, I was still in my twenties and I felt those things. Sure. Um, <laughs> He was there, and I it was like wearing this rainbow outfit, and uh, and I started. I pulled out the dildo, and the back of my dress zipped all the way down, and my sock tits came out. <laughs> oh Jesus! And I think that was kind of why I was like, okay, I have to do this again because that can't be my one performance yeah. in right. drag. Yeah, and that's sort of what keeps me going. Every time I do a performance, I'm like. Next time we're yeah. really gonna nail it. Right. Yep. Get it. But yeah. then for some reason, like every time it's like You're an like, ongoing yeah, gag where something like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. exactly. We're like, just continuing humiliation, which you constantly are trying to overcome. I mean, to be fair, as a theater kid, I feel like that is that's real. I feel like you're constantly running after that. No, I remember. Do you remember this? It like rubbed part of my outfit, rubbed the rest of the stones off, so they were just that is a Brooklyn audience in the middle of the number. And afterwards, I was just like, oh god, I have to fix this. That is a Brooklyn queen performance. Yeah, right there. But intense. King or yeah. queen, yeah, yeah, just like yeah, I better, I better fix off. it. Yeah, hmm. um, is the Brooklyn versus um, uh, everywhere else in New York <laughs> thing still going on, or is that kind of like I feel like I haven't heard much from the Sharks versus Jets of it all. I feel like it's 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 kind of a thing of the past for yeah. most people yeah. now because I mean there's been enough crossover. Yeah. I mean Monet Exchange is a Brooklyn queen born and raised, and um, I think there's just been too much. I mean some people are holding on to it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There are still there are still confirmed Confederates in the South, of course, you know. But it's like <laughs> it's like like 
do we really want to make that part of the conversation? Right. And I, I think I, I think that we've come past it a nice. little bit. Yeah. And you'll see a That's lot great. of Brooklyn girls performing in Manhattan at places like Monsters and stuff in different competitions. Sure, yeah. And I, I, I love that. I love that story better, even if it's um, not as, as strong as I may think. Like, I like that story better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, our old friend, Ariana Grinder. I don't even know what city she's in anymore, but we love her so much. She's in Columbus. Columbus? Oh, Columbus. I'm into that one. Um, (laughs) What are the best ways to grow the audience of a new show? Because you're a host. Did you start... Uh, did you start a bunch of new shows when you started, or did you jump onto <laughs> shows? Were you like show director? What the was your... first show that I ever had, I was. Uh, it was. I won it in a competition. Hey. It was. It was like eight shows on a Friday. Wow. And we in, in in New York we don't book on Fridays at all. So there's yeah. always an empty space on Friday. So they were gonna give us eight shows. Me and this girl, we tied like four weeks in a row. They were like, just give them a duo show, <laughs> and uh, it went for the eight weeks. And at the end. It, the guy was like, it's so packed and we're getting so much money out of it. We'll do two more. Nice. And then I think we celebrated seven years. Wow. What show was this? Um, it was called Blackout Friday. Yeah. Okay. It was uptown. It was 109th Street, right between the Upper Upper West Side and Harlem. Mm-hmm. So, And then it was right across the top of Central Park. So people from E9 there. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just like, you know. Yeah. Who was the other girl that you were her name is Brenda Darling, and she's oh, the greatest oh, yeah. woman in America. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so she was the dancing queen, and I was the comedy queen, and then we just sort of, like, learned a lot from each other uh, over, like, seven years, and uh, nice. it, that was... It's hard to keep a show that fucking yeah, long, especially honestly. doing it in collaboration with someone else. Like, that yeah. takes a lot... And there are people that I, I like look. I'm like, I have seen you every Friday for seven years, and mm-hmm. it, it is just like not all shows are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Monet Exchange and I had a show uh, at Hardware, and we always say this, and it's absolutely true. Our first show was for one drunk man who was asleep, <laughs> and in the middle of the show, he woke up and was like, "Where is blah blah blah?" I can't even remember what drag queen used to work that night, and we're like. She got fired, and he sat back down and went back to sleep. Uh, and it was like that for months. Yeah. And it wasn't until, like, I would say a year in that we looked around and were like, oh, people are coming to this show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, my friend Kimberly Drew said, show up where people check for you. So be there. Say you're going to be there and be there mm-hmm. on yeah. time. And people are like, oh, what's this? What's happening? You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Yep. For sure. Um, Consistency is one of the biggest things. Absolutely. Because so many shows will just start and then they kind of peter out. It's going to mm-hmm. be every other week. Like, don't do that. No. Don't do every other week. Yeah. Have people know no matter what. They're like out yeah. and they're drunk. They're like, you know, wait, it's Friday. Like, let's yeah. go to Blackout on our way home. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. And what you advertise needs to be there. Like, at the time you say it's going to be there. And, yeah. just, and don't push it back later and later every, Mm-mm. you know, because then people are going to lose yeah. confidence in you. Right. That it, may have been why hard work took a We're like 10, 30, mm-hmm. 40. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it was hard. and but like Training an audience is truly the most difficult yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Tell people about it all the time. And if you love it, it will you, you will do it naturally. Yeah. And, uh, and like that said, if you are own a bar or a venue, give people, look at the queens, don't hire any queen, let them have a year to build it because it may take that It takes that, that long, long, truly. And you should like drag enough to <coughs> let them take that time. If you think, if you are, if you are anyone in this world and you think drag is going to make you money, you are sorely mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because it doesn't for most people and you no. should do it for other reasons. Yeah. 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 100%. 
I our show plot twist here. This bitch just turned two years old, and mm-hmm. we are finally like paying the bills. Yeah, like right. we are finally like breaking even. I mean, that started like six months ago, but now we're like making a profit. Yeah, like, yeah. a year and a half of going ten dollars negative, but yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Right. Yeah. But luckily, I have another show that can float that, and that yeah. show matinee has already been through those trials and tribulations. Yeah. So once you know you you start making money and you add more shows, and now you can. You know, start to float these things. Do I you think Cat lost your, money a year. Do you remember your worst show? Do you remember the one that was the least attended? I feel like everyone yes. remembers that night. It was on a Halloween. <laughs> it was fucking. <laughs> and it was awful. on Halloween too. Yeah. Like yeah. everyone should have been there. And you're just like, it was miserable. Well, I had decided, you know, it's Halloween, so I'm gonna add a, a, a co-host, and 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 then that taught me so much about when you have a uh, a night that is going to be highly attended by lots of drunk people mm-hmm. on a holiday mm. you make the least amount of uh-huh. talking happen possible yeah. slam uh, through it i said colors shapes lights glitter loud music that yeah. is all these people want to see yeah. i show up and go on but yeah. we were to the stage and if i can barely be on the mic what give them that yeah okay yeah. just just let the drag queen go on but yeah. we were we were trying to <laughs> and don't with the audience this is something that lost you're, them you're really good at beginning. being clear with queens you're like don't bring I am what I am <laughs> or any other power ballad to this night. It needs, yeah. let me see what your music is because I know my kids and they don't want to yeah. hear the following. Do you know what I mean? I try, I think it's important to be pretty like point blank because every show is different. Yeah, and for you sure. don't want to show up and go, why did no one tell me that if I do this, yeah. like, you know, 10 other people did this like last, you know, if you have yeah. something like a XYZ or oh, something, you right. know. Why yeah. did no one tell me? And literally, it's just, you yeah. got well, you you to know your personality. For sure. Especially as like a new performer, you have to be willing to hear that and go, but no, 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 this is what I do. It's like, no, so no, So do no, it no, somewhere else. Listen, yeah. This definitely. might not be the show for That's you. That's the thing about job. entertainers. Like there's a verb in there, you know, entertain. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, it's not, comp- you want to be an uh, entertainer. So it's not compromising yourself to give the people that brought you money what what they exactly. want yeah. and then you can have other projects where you're like hey this is where I do exactly what right. I want and if you want to come but don't be mad at the audience for wanting something on their day off or yeah. something after work do you yeah. know what I mean well yeah. I say like for matinee I mean it's still a well curated like the audience is educated and cool but I say you still have to remember that these half of these people come in from off the street mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so don't do your super obscure shit all the time. Nope. I mean, save that for a Monday or a Wednesday. Yeah. But if, if you're trying to entertain a general audience and make general audience money, mm-hmm. which is significantly more than yeah. your obscure art, bull, art mm-hmm. bullshit, which mm-hmm. is lovely. Which and I love to. Scratch your itch. Yeah. But if you want to make that paycheck, you make it there and then make the other paycheck somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. You just got to curate to what the audience wants because yep. they're not, you know, they're not going to follow you. You have yeah. to follow them. Yeah. yeah. And oh, and I, um, all right. This is me, uh, Ava from Edmonton. Uh, if you could do a show in, in Canada, y- <laughs> I feel like I have to know. I want right. to know I how much so. uh, effort oh, Edmonton, I'm Puerto it. Rico. I believe. Oh my work. god! Okay, I'm really gonna answer this one carefully. If you could do a show anywhere, where would you do it, and why? What are your favorite cities to perform in and visit? Mm. Well, we uh, we love uh, Chicago. And yeah, that's not I, I right get to that's tell the right the tr- answer. I get I get to tell the truth because people in Chicago accept so many different kinds of drag and yep. love it. And that's a real thing. And um, I would not shovel you garbage because I'm terrible at lying. <laughs> um, I, I I love Chicago. We love performing in Boston because they always really? just I, they love a drag show. Yeah. They're always like tearing out their hair. I've like, heard that. Why are you guys so excited? Yeah. Um, they also well, don't have a huge scene either. No, right? it's very 
concentrated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, okay, uh, we... Uh, large patch of the floor <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because loves drag. the UK, they love drag and they also um, are so polite and organized and they tell you how much they love your show in the nicest way. Yeah. They don't try to like uh, pull your wig off and wear it themselves like <laughs> Americans do, which God bless us. But, Where, you were, know. Uh, what was that uh, pride that they just had in Canada? Naomi Calgary? was there. Calgary? Was it Calgary? Toronto, right? Toronto. 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 Montreal. Montreal. Yeah, I think it's Montreal. Toronto. It was in a place that Pride happened. But Montreal, yeah. Uh, Nat- they always have like 19 queens there. Continue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Natasha, who is uh, Naomi Small's assistant, she kind of travels with a lot of the girls. She's like, uh, they have maybe the most polite people you've ever seen in your life. She's yeah. like, it was a free event. It was mm-hmm. fucking huge. Yeah. And then they said, okay, guys, the um, show is over. Thank you for coming. And then everyone just kind of slowly turned around <laughs> and filed out <laughs> single one. And yeah. I was like, if Aww. this was in fucking Chicago, you would have had like 15 right. porta potty fist mm-hmm, fights mm-hmm. and like everyone would just like took their shirts on and start like slam dancing. Like it's yep. nothing like that. Please welcome to the stage, Miss Porta Potty Fist Fight. <laughs> um, but no, they're, they're like, it's my time to be on the stage right. now. You're yeah. like, no, right. No, no, it's not. No. It's not. She's like, they were the most polite people you've ever seen. Yeah, it's Canada. really Canadians. Yeah, it's really wonderful. I want to say about Montreal because I have to spread this gospel to everyone. I did Montreal. There was um, 14 drag queens uh, and Pearl and <laughs> it was like <laughs> and I'm Dooney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Bianca Del Rio had like her own uh, villa tent that she was sure. staying in while we were all staying in our, our yurts and everything. <laughs> um, and the point is that Bianca Del Rio does not have to say hello to anyone or do any meet and greets if she does not want to. <coughs> and she um, came and talked to every single queen, whether they be a rude girl, a local girl, a new season girl, an early season girl, said hello and talked, sat down in everyone's um, room and talked to them. And she just has this work ethic where she doesn't think of herself as great. She just does great things. Yeah. Does that make, you see her talking in her meet and greets to random people for five or 10 minutes and then taking and going to the next one. And there's young Queens that started drag six to eight months ago. They're like, it's unpaid. Excuse me. I think I have better things to do. I have to know my work. I'm like, you have to know your worth. You do have to know your worth. You are worth nothing. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? And we all are. So, yeah. The only people that get stuff are the people that work for it. And yep. Bianca does. Damn it. Yeah. You have to work your fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. Continuously. Yeah. And that's why you have to fucking like it. And she, yeah. and she, and she does. Hard. That's why she has no ass at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, all right. Yep. Is it me? Yeah. Let's do it. Kylie from London. What is the most positive thing that drag has brought into your life or a most fond memory you have because of drag? Oh, okay. A positive thing that drag has brought into my life is, yes, looking in the mirror and being like, here she is, she's mm-hmm. a woman, I love it. Um, I, well, you talk, well, okay, so I'm not trying to break down your joke. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. saying, do you, was it like that before where you're like, I don't feel like going out as a boy? Like, I, do you oh, think that... for real, definitely. Yeah. Um, I, I did had I had one mask that I wore that worked, which was alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but What I, was the overlap on that with drag? Oh, there was like a very short overlap between drag and alcohol because um, I would be like, I need to be brave. So we're going to drink this whole yeah. drink before yeah. I go out on stage. And then you fumble through it and you don't know the words. And I was like, I have to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, I want to be sober when I perform so I do a good job. And then it just, um, <laughs> alcohol started leaking out of my life, you know, yeah. um, like someone poked a hole in Willem. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, so I just, 
There was a Are you making fun of her that. Tijuana lipo? <laughs> <laughs> Love that lady. Um, so uh, yeah, there was a very it was a very short overlap. Um, but oh, and then oh, my favorite memory of drag, or like one of the real good ones. Uh, one of the real good ones, and I don't know why this is the one that came to mind right away, but. Um, uh, I went. I went to a a gig, and they were gonna interview me like this uh, in in the middle of the gig, and I, they only asked about uh, makeup tips. And um, I, sorry, <laughs> I was like mortified. And then in the meet and greet line after, this woman was like, um, "You know, you just went up to show who you are uh, to the world, and they only asked you about makeup and who you fucked. You're now a real woman." I was like, Damn. Oh! Damn. Yes, lady. Yeah. And I just look at that as like a really great like learning moment. And mm -hmm. I love that drag brought that to me. Yeah. yeah. Never forget That's that. That's amazing. That's an yeah. amazing story. Did you, it was yesterday that interview with Troy Sivan that came out. And no, I didn't see this. This guy, uh, he goes into this interview and the person is asking him all these like super invasive questions, including like top or bottom. Ugh. Like, yeah. do you have a crush on this, on Shawn Mendes? Like, no. Like, yeah. and just asking all this stuff. And then yeah. he came out and was like, this was garbage. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. I, uh, I think um, <laughs> we just want to hear uh, really explosive crap from people all the time. Sure. And um, we just... focus a lot of it on women and yeah. people that dress like women and people that talk like women. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know why that is, but I think, I, think, I think it's possible to ask like sensational questions and not have them be humiliating. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. I would so much rather hear something like really in, like lovely and deeply felt. Maybe this is also just me, but yeah. Yeah. lovely and deeply felt, but like revealing. Because yeah. people want like secrets, I yeah. feel like, from people that they admire. They want to yeah. hear something that nobody else has ever heard before. Yeah. But you can do that in a really lovely personal way yeah. and not be like, tell me about the sex that you have yeah. in great detail. Yeah. Explain yes. your genitalia to me. Right. Which is uh, my forthcoming book. I'm so excited. <laughs> explain it to me. I don't need to see it. Just yeah. explain it to it's me. It's just a Cthulhu <laughs> that's squid. Tell me a story. It's just me like, right. looking up with my hands yeah. down. <laughs> hands. Nope. Like, count the veins. This. Count the veins. I need you to oh, count the veins. A two. A three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, do, I do feel like that... Uh, Kind of weird pressure though uh, to make it about myself for one second. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm doing like the once the gossip, like I, like at the same time the kids are being like, w w you know, we need more. You know, they right. want that information. Yeah, it's a weird thing. But you also, yeah. I mean, I I always say the reason I have my job is because I'm not trying to ask those invasive questions and yeah. making these like high profile people feel uncomfortable or they would be like, hey, what the right. fuck? I'm not going back there. And then them ask me top or bottom every time I'm there. Oh, right. <laughs> it's like, which that to me is the question that is always like terrible gay interview questions. Because mm -hmm. I have been asked that question and yeah. I'm just like, who, why would you ask people this? Because it's like, it's like starting, Base um, level. like running down, running the gauntlet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As soon as they ask you that question, you start to answer, and then they have a prepackaged mm -hmm. like uh, punchline in the middle. You have to get past that. Yeah. You're like, you know, actually, I have been topping for the last. You're like, oh, or I'm sure yeah. I know about it when I see when you're like, and okay, so this is all going to be a whole thing. Yeah. Because the joke is always, but you're a bot. Because <laughs> the punchline is always a bottom punchline. Right. Which yeah, is, right. You're a 
on, like, brilliant. which is problematic in its own. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. clever stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's break down some boundaries. Right. <laughs> Next question. Yes. Um, top Do or it. bottom? <laughs> um, <laughs> no. And the answer is undecided. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what is your? Oh, is it you or me? Oh, no, I was gonna say really quick. That, yeah, uh, do it. You have a really excellent position to be in sometimes because you uh, get to host viewing parties and you get to help people address things that everyone just saw and that the yeah. world. Yeah. So you Thank you true. can be like, there's a reason I'm asking this question because it just happened and you can you can yeah. speak to it and what better time? Yeah. So I think I, I think that puts you in a really great position yeah. and you handle it great because uh, I've into several of those now. Right. So. Thank you. Good job. I try to tell them before they go on, like, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, just look yeah. at me and go, um, and I'll go, okay, moving on. Yeah, just like the little, uh, uh, mm, okay. yeah. Right. yeah. apartment, like, a doop, doop, doop. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's but important. you know what people also love that you do is, like, people love being surprised and they love what's unexpected. So, like, they think they're going down that road and being having that question answered. And then I cut yeah. the yeah. audience like, out. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you turn it back around on yeah. them. Like, right. they think and they're they about to get an invasive it. question. I'm like, we're not asking Kim if she's a bird, it's uh, for the internet. Yeah. I do it for like yeah. the, the intelligent kids online who are like, uh, this is not what we should be asking these queens. Right. You know, like, because yeah. I feel like there's mm-hmm. different parts of the fandom. There's the people, uh, you know, who go, do you talk to your mom, Kim Chi? And then there's the ones going, why are you asking human people fucking questions yes. about their yeah. personal life live yeah. on stage? The one I will, that I always use as mm-hmm. an example is, I don't even know how deep into the viewing party where we were, uh, and it was still maybe a year into it, and someone asked Trinity, like, explain your experience with Pulse. And I was like, Yikes. no, this is not what we fucking do. We don't ask human people their fucking traumas. Mm-hmm. This is a huge, this is a massacre, and you're just right. throwing it out there because that's your only connection to this person from Orlando. That's right. trash. Those yeah. are gifts that you earn yes. through intimacy. That's not something that people can just yeah, like, like give one. to you. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I understand it, but also... Calm down. That's yeah. why it's like... But also calm down. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. teaching platform. Yeah. yeah. Just act Good. like Ow. it's a person that you know. Do you yes. know what I mean? <laughs> what? Like, we have to yeah. care about yeah. other people. Like it's it's in hard. Your circle oh, of, of empathy. It's you know, hard. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I am a sociopath. So yes. <laughs> I really <laughs> like that about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got this one. Sure, Melissa. I, oh God, Melissa Pritchard from Cumbernau. You think? have a bitchy name, Melissa. <laughs> I, love I think Melissa Pritchard. It's yeah. amazing, but yeah. I think I said that n- place Cumber name right. I'm sorry if I mispronounced what is it. Cumber. C u m b e r n a u l d. I'm just going to not pronounce the last four letters. What's the most underrated thing about drag or about yourself that you feel not that many people know? Wait, Mm. uh, what? Oh, yeah, the most underrated part of drag, I really honestly think, is enjoying it. And our <laughs> whole life, mm. nine times out of ten, the audience is living as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to uh, an Ohio drag show, and um, there was a lot of really polished mm-hmm. queens doing really fantastic stuff, like very in a very measured like mm-hmm. way. And then uh, this happening. purposeful hot mess came up on stage in an orange <laughs> jumpsuit and just was doing some of the, just the worst, most basic jokes (laughs) and most basic dance moves and just like slapstick. And they were so happy to be performing. Everyone was having a good time. I was laughing and I thought they were the clear winner right away. And if you are doing great drag, you should be able to do it with a towel around your head and uh, some chapstick and get the audience to live. I think yeah. enjoying drag is being forgotten because we're getting lost behind yes. the 
the makeup and the clothes. The calculation. And, what, and the calculate actually mm -hmm. all of that stuff under, falls under calculation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think uh, if you are starting out in drag, try doing like f worrying about this less and just getting out there and performing all the time and loving it. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a difference between being intentional and being calculated. I feel like like yeah. oh, right. making yeah. important Don't making clear choices is make one choices. thing, but like yeah. Choices. Don't worry about yourself. All right, we have a little champagne moment. Oh, oh, oh. here we go. Uh. Oh man, Aww. sorry if we blew out your ears. I really like that noise. How do you do that? It's you can't do it. A skill. <laughs> you gotta go slowly out of the side, <laughs> and you gotta I make can't. it ask a question. <laughs> See, you're enjoying that. Oh, it's her favorite thing <laughs> yeah. to do. Um, if you too would like to, you know, give us money to drink more champagne and have your name read on the air, you can Venmo us at the Tea Podcast and this our champagne. Uh, I know they love right. us and they yeah. give us money Pyramids. and we God bless them. Um, our champagne sponsors for this episode are our old <laughs> friend. I hate this. Get ready. You guys are terrible. damaged. Bottom. Damaged bottom. Truly damaged. Every single episode, <laughs> and we're so grateful to say your name over and over again. Uh, also, Lizzie Dunn, Roxy Mess, old friend, uh, Grace Rakowski, Jesus Garcia, oh, Jesus Garza, that's yes. our friend, uh, Aaron Kinsella, Christian, ooh, Christian Sloan. Sloan. I did so bad that time, but right. we love you very much and appreciate you. Thank I like you. How you yeah. called it a pyramid scheme. Yeah. It's like if you would also like to donate, support our Blue Apron account. <laughs> oh. Leo from Rio he de got Janeiro. Fans all over the earth. We only got two more, and we got a little lightning round for you. Okay. Um, how has drag impacted your mental health before, uh, during, and after drag race? Oh, I mean, um, just I think it's exactly the same. Really, my mental health is exactly the same. Trixie Mattel yeah. said the same thing. Yeah. And some people say like, "Oh, my entire life has changed so much." And right. And you just gave the same answer as her. It was like, I'm crazy before, crazy now. <laughs> right. Yeah, in different situations, but just still just as crazy. And I've always used work as a, uh, work as a way to ignore my uh, inner troubles. And I That's still, mm -hmm. now I can do it even more. Um, but that doesn't change who I am. And <laughs> I'm about to say this. And we're in Chicago, and you guys love sports, so maybe... Uh, you'll get this, but like when a pitcher <laughs> throws a ball and puts a certain spin on it, like it can hit a pigeon halfway through, or get the, <laughs> get the skin can fly off, it can get hit by a bat, but it keeps that spin no matter what's happening right. on mm. that path. And I think that's how our our psyche works. Like no matter how fast you go through life, or if your like leather skin flies off or whatever, your stitches <laughs> come undone. That spin that you started life with the. Your, your childhood just is you keep that mm -hmm. that way of being okay um and you can change your behavior but like that that little gyroscope inside is still exactly the same you okay. just end up fighting the same garbage until death comes and relieves you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and do you think it's true that the crazy you are is just the kind of it's always the kind of crazy you'll be your entire life yeah like you just yeah right you can just ride it better and it's, you, your, and yeah, it's you up to you to, to manage it and, and how yeah. much you're doing and how yeah yeah, I think so. You you learn to. I think that's the the, the challenge. It's like it's like the escape room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like your whole life, you're just looking for clues on how to figure out how to manage yeah. this stuff. But it is always going to be the stuff that you face. So you can uh, you can relax on thinking that you're going to become a different person. Yeah, yeah. yeah this has changed my under. I don't know. It really sunk 
into my brain a lot and I think about it a lot. Uh, if you're practicing contentment where you are, then when you finally get what you want, you will still be content. Oh my God, if you're so true. always practicing in contentment, if you're just saying, I, I, I can't, I'm not going to get mm-hmm, that thing, mm-hmm. I'm never going to get that. Then, then when not. you finally get it, you're going to go, well, I got it, but like, it's not how I wanted it to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're continually keeping a positive you know, brain, no matter <laughs> yeah. how much you get and how fast you're going, it's yeah. going to continue to lead you to the next good thing. <laughs> Caitlin and I are training ourselves to be like, uh, Caitlin's like, I can't believe we have to do this event. I'm like, ah, 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 Caitlin, we get <laughs> to do this event, <laughs> this event now. Yeah. So Caitlin's in a room with us drinking champagne. Yeah. yeah, we get to do this. Yeah. So you, you have to have that because uh, I know from my childhood, we had like a very roller coaster financial situation mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. from just destitution and starvation to like feast and surplus. And yeah. like, did our happiness change through any of that? No, we were miserable the whole time um, <laughs> because my people suffered, but also because we just didn't like ever learn that you have to be happy right there. Yeah. Because um, this is it, you know. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to to be even into your adult life, go, you need to remember this. Yeah. Like, yeah. You and have to you constantly, you know, drill it into your own brain. Just right, it's calm a down and be fucking happy. Yeah. 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 First of all, this is drag. So if it goes wrong, that's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you consider so. yourself an optimist? Um, I consider myself a person who thinks that death is coming very soon. So, <laughs> like, don't worry too much about it. Oh, yeah. you know so I mean? good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm just mm-hmm, like you know mm-hmm. what? Yeah, it's going to be really hard. We're going to have to make those huge changes. Eight people dropped the ball. It's now going to be us doing it by ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's all going to be over soon, so let's just keep working, yeah. and then uh, then it'll be done. For you know? sure. Optimistic realist. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, fatalism, realism. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all of that. Work, because you knew what we weren't talking about anywhere else. Just Columbus. Oh, Only. <laughs> How long do you see yourself doing drag? Uh, do you have any plans for mm. your future in terms of continuing or transitioning away from drag? I was, like, just talking about this mm-hmm. um, this morning. So uh, while I was getting my hair cut, uh, I, the guy couldn't, um, the barber, uh, the barber couldn't get the hair off my head with the razor because it was glued to, to my head with the wig glue. <laughs> And I was like, I was explaining, I was like, oh, well, that, don't worry, just get some alcohol, we'll get that off, because that's wig glue. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know about wigs, I don't know anything, and I have to be, insert Marvel Universe character here, I don't uh. know about that, because I'm <laughs> old. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, which one? Show me a picture. I was like, okay, you can get this wig from I'm Style Wigs, this is a Cryoland color, you just use aqua color, blah, <laughs> nice. blah, blah. And I realized that I just want to be a stranger to everyone, and to help people realize their uh, drag fantasies. Um, that's what I want to do. Uh, not for money, but just because it like makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll just do something like be, like be a barista or something <laughs> like that. Something very, very, very day to day that like I can leave there yeah. and then drag will be my joy thing. Um, I, I came to New York. I was like, I was like I'm a poet and I like, <laughs> was with this traveling poet company and we went all around what? the country. What is a traveling poet company? I then? didn't even know they existed, but like you get together, you have a set and you go from different like Uh-oh. I was the loneliest the poet. Where was yeah, this? Yeah, I know. It was great. Um, it was called the Collapsible Poetics Theater. Of course it was. Um, and so we, we did that and then I was like, ugh, fuck poetry. I hate this now. <laughs> um, and then I went into publishing and I, I, I did, I was an editor for a while and I was like, oh. I hate this now. And I, uh, 
worked in a newspaper. I had a newspaper for a while. I was like, fuck this. <laughs> and I, then I wor- went to do fundraising for museums. And I was like, I hate that. Let me do something else. And now it's dread. <laughs> so I have to assume from the pattern at some point, one day I'll be like, this is horrible. Like, I have to yeah. stop right now. Yeah. But I don't know. It could be like 20 years from now. Um, it could be never. Um, it could be tomorrow. But I just like, drag makes me so happy as long yeah. as it makes me happy. I want aspects of drag to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, one had planning parts, theatrical parts, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And uh, now drag, I think, is finally, as so many people, so many drag queens say, like, it's all the stuff that I love to do coming into one I would say mm-hmm. you can yeah. come from anywhere and drag is the plate that you serve it on. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Whether you sing, dance, Comedy, right? Uh, you're a mime, anything. It can <laughs> literally all be presented in the form of drag. Have you seen... Uh, how old are you? 31. Okay. Have you seen The Last Unicorn? <gasps> uh, actually, I have not seen The Last I Unicorn. I wrote a play adaptation of The Last Unicorn. Now we are in the right room. Turn, I'm turning your mic off. <laughs> okay, so you know how the witch captures the unicorn for display. Um, Spoilers. The, yeah, for, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. Captures, she captures the unicorn right. for display. Mommy Fortuna. To, Mommy Fortuna. Um, uh, we are sisters, <laughs> you and I. Um, so she captures, she's going to show it to the local people. Um, but people are so glassy-eyed, they don't even recognize a magical creature when yeah. they see it. Um, they don't believe in magic anymore. They can't see the unicorn for what it is. So she takes this huge glitter horn and stuffs it on the unicorn's forehead. And that way people can see mm. uh, the unicorn for what it really is. Yeah. I think that's what, what drag is. Like, if you have Trixie right. up there playing the uh, uh, zither, you know, right. it's just some guy playing the zither. You're like, okay. Right. But if you... Put the wig and the, the hair. The razzle dazzle. Yeah. Something magical is happening. Right. Just the zither, but uh, it is happening. <laughs> like <laughs> that it, is it true, though. Makes people right. look. It's, it's the does. story that you tell so that yeah. people can see the truth, but they can't see the truth when it's in front of them. Thank you. And there's so much respect in drag. Like yeah. I yes. feel. Uh, Wait, where? I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like when you when I put the drag on that I can command a room way easier, oh, yeah, and for it, sure. it helps my whole confidence. Like yeah. if I walk into a room in drag versus yeah. otherwise, I feel completely different. And yeah, it, you know, it's maybe I'm giving uh, the wig all the credit for that, but like, yeah, it helps you more confidently present things as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the magic drag. Yeah, for sure. And, oh. and uh, on that ooh. note, are we ready for the lightning, lightning round? round? Okay, I'm ready. Just you know, as rap as fire as you want to be. There goes Sonny Bono walking down the street. Oh, this is street is right? full of characters Not for Sonny sure. Sonny Bono, the other one. Who's, who's the one from you two? You too. Bono. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to our champagne sponsor. Right. Bono. He did have the glasses yeah. and the like shavy like, side of yeah. the head. And he still hasn't found what he's, he's looking for. Okay. Um, ready? Yeah, I'm ready. How many blonde wigs do you have? Oh, oh, good one. I have like 72 blonde wigs. Oh my God. Uh, tw- like 25 platinum, 50 honey. Oh, that's a serious number. That's serious. Like wow. I, I that's get like, like four hundred dollars worth of twenty-five dollar wigs. That's <laughs> not a joke. That's just a real thing. Incredible. That yeah. Um, what is your favorite dish to cook slash eat? Oh, um, fucking uh, chili. Chili. Yeah. Beans or no beans? All all of the beans. Beans. Yeah. What <laughs> What's your favorite Amy Winehouse song? Um. Oh. God, that's so hard. Valerie. Oh, uh, yeah, but, nice. but yes, that nice. or, um, it's also a cover. Right. Yes. It, yeah, it's a cover. Yeah. So the one that I, I, I on... I have another one. It's fine. I'm There's trying no to think rules. of Wake Up Alone is a, is a great mm. one. I, 
on any device that of mine, I don't own any music. The only thing I own is the complete Amy Winehouse collection. Nice. Repeat, and I've listened to it for like 15 years that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. I love Amy Winehouse. Um, what is your go-to tour snack? Uh, cheese and crackers. Sure. What is your favorite Virginia Woolf novel? Uh, not Between the Acts. That's a terrible one. Um, <laughs> I like Orlando. Oh, my yeah. favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. Absolutely. That makes sense. Do you have a favorite poet or poem? Yes. Um, uh, my favorite poet is Ray Armantrout. Um, but my favorite poem, I mean, uh, uh, what's the name of Turning and Turning in the Widening Gyre? <gasps> the Falcon cannot hear the Falconer. Falconer. Yeah, that's a Things really fall good apart, line. the center cannot also, hold. Also, Matthew Arnold, um, had we but world enough and mm. time, this coyness lady were no crime. Uh, it's all about this guy. He's like very poetically convincing a lady to please give it up. Yeah. <laughs> the like only job of the poet. Days. Yeah, exactly. The job of the poet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you were a dog, what breed would you be? I would definitely be a Cocker Spaniel. Nice. Because they have a lot of blonde wigs, too. That's true. Yeah. If you had to move away from NYC, where would you move to? I would move I would, I would move to Tacoma, where my, my bloodline is from. Oh, yeah. um, it's Tacoma. like this forgotten city in Washington State, yeah. where Nico Case is from. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the Detroit of Washington State, and I, I would love to live there because I would be left the fuck alone. Um, Bam. There you go. And this concludes both our lightning round um, and the podcast. This was really fun. We did Yay! it. Thank you for being exactly here. Yay. Um, really uh, where can people find you online, and uh, where can they find you? This will come out in like a month and a half, maybe? Yeah. You can find me looking my best on the Instagram <laughs> at M-I-Z underscore cracker. That's M-I-Z underscore racial slur. <laughs> and um, I have a great thing that is finally coming up. I am touring my one-woman show, American Woman. It's about uh, feminism in the world today and what we can all do better to make the world a better place uh, yeah. for women. Nice. Whether you are a, a man or a woman or anything in between, I think we all have a lot to learn on how to treat each other. Does that have original music and like what is... Uh, it's uh, half stand-up comedy and half uh, by the great Lee Dawson. Hey, friend uh, of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely old yeah, school yeah. friend. Yeah, he's, we love he's him. been here. Yeah, we, had a, we collaborated. Like I did ha- half of his, he did the other half. Nice. And it's just um, such a... like I love the way our stuff works together. Mm-hmm. He surprises me. He like he adjusted some of my mixes, and I was like, okay, this is better. He's yeah. brilliant. Uh, Truly he's brilliant. Great and frightening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's so I accurate. I couldn't watch the, the root caps during my own season because I'm like, I am not ready <laughs> to be taken apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I'm talking American Woman, and it's going to Australia and nice. New Zealand, nice. and Ooh. then it's going to UK, and then a small struggling com- uh, country called the USA. We are struggling Aww. so yeah. hard. Well, they'll so make it through. Hard. Yeah. And they have the most to learn, I hear, about how yeah. to treat women. Honestly, <laughs> God bless you for doing this important work. But, and, and, like, I'm so glad to be doing this right now because, um, uh, we are about to possibly lose another Supreme Court justice. I don't want um, to think about it. And like, hopefully, that does not come to pass. Oh, but God. that is that that uh, uh, an American heroine is threatened. RBG, we love you. Um, so yeah, like it's now now so important to think about um, how we're going to treat women because uh, they run the world. You know. 
Ding. Yeah. Opa. Uh, I am two weeks in Chicago on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can see me at Drag Matinee every Saturday at Berlin and uh, at Roscoe's all the fucking time. Um, <laughs> especially XYZ, the beginning of the month, every uh, first Sunday. And yes, the viewing parties, whenever those might be lingering, coming closer <laughs> and closer. Oh, uh, just hovering over my life at every moment. God yeah. bless. We are coming back. The nation's eyes will be upon right. you. So soon. Yes. So soon. Uh, yep. I love my job. <laughs> I am Lucky Stiff Two on Instagram. I am Lucky. St- oh no, I'm Lucky Stiff Two on Twitter. I am Lucky Stiff on Instagram. You can see me at Goddess, co-produced by Cat Sass, every third Friday at Berlin Nightclub. You can see me every fourth Friday at the Newport Theater for Delirium, which is a uh, 1920s absinthe cabaret, and you can variety show from the 50s and maybe some other things. Why not? Yay. All right. That's it. Thank you for being here, my dude. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Cheers. So much fun. <laughs> bye, 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 bye.